Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Two Vets Talk Pets fans, what time is it? It's podcast time! Episode 37, in fact, of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. Get your ears ready to feast on some fresh springtime content. I'm Dr. Robbie Andert, and I'm joined by the Garden Master Blaster. He is a green thumb, one-man planting machine. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, Robbie. Good, mate. How are you doing? I'm, I'm awesome, thanks, mate. It's a beautiful, sunny spring afternoon. Isn't it gorgeous, mate? I would love to be out in the garden. How'd you know? Oh well, you know, there's just, you've just got that look about you, mate. You know, you just you just need to get a bit of manure on your under your fingernails, and you know, it's good for it's good for the soul. It's good for your mental health. Getting out, yeah. having a dig in the garden. Yeah. So it was, the, was it the two green thumbs I'm throwing at you, mate? Is yeah, that oh, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it, mate. But yeah, now you bring them up. No, <laughs> that, that's not manure, mate. This is green thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Lewis, we're, we're, so we're recording at, um, at at my house today, and we've got a couple of a uh, uh, couple of special guests that might want to help us uh, with our uh, our sponsorship message. So, okay, uh, let's, let's hear it. Let's see how we go. Oh, do we have anything, Lewis, that we might be able to use to help stressed cats? Well, I don't know, mate. We we tend to go through the alphabet. Go yes. through the alphabet. Can you guys remember what the last letter of the alphabet is? Z. Oh, ah. well, we've got something that starts with the letter Z. It's called Zilkeen. Very good for stressed cats, mate. Mildly stressed cats, which it sounds like we got here. Yeah, so maybe if we give you guys some Zilkeen, how do you think you guys might feel? Awesome, love Dynamite. it, mate. There you go. How cute is that? There you go, uh, Zilkeen. That's worth that's worth the price of admission alone. Big sponsor of the show, big supporter. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Zilkeen. Thanks, Camille and Ruben. Thanks, guys. <laughs> see you, see you later, guys. <laughs> oh, cute. Oh, they did all right. Really cute, mate. They did great, you know. That is gorgeous. It, it took some coercing, you know, and we, uh, you know, we were talking about it. And going, oh, do, you know, do you want to do it? You don't have to do it if you right. don't want to, but if you want to do it. So, yeah, just had to try and take the apple out of Reuben's mouth so he didn't try and talk into the mic. So, And, and so did you, was that scripted, mate? Did a little script for them? Or? Oh, we just had a little bit of a run through. We're going, yep. well, look, yeah, we'll, we'll do it this way, you know. I was going to have it as that one of them was going to be the owner and one was going to be the cat, but right. then they couldn't decide who wanted to be the cat. So <laughs> I said... Both be cats. <laughs> Sounds Both like my cats. girls. It's just, you know, they're having a sleepover, I think, tonight. And it was like, oh, cousin's coming over for a sleepover. And they're like, yep, she, she's going to sleep in my room. No, she's going to sleep in my room. Okay, you all sleep in the, in the same room together. That'll be my room. No, no, it's my room. So, oh, jeez. All right, flip a coin. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the garage if you don't sort it yeah, out. That's yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, there'll be no one sleeping with anybody. You sleep in your own room. So you can sleep in a separate room. Ollie's going to sleep on all three beds, and you're all going to be out in the garden. <laughs> oh, mate. So, yeah, it does. It's good to hear it happens with uh, a boy and a girl as well. Absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so thank you very much to Vet Kinol and Zilkeen for uh, being uh, great sponsors of the podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, the um, Alpha Cazozapine. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Them too. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So for mild anxieties, mild mild phobias, yep, check it out. Yep, stressed cat kids. Yeah, you know, it yes. seems to work worked a treat just in a matter of seconds. Well, I did notice something that went there was a we've got there's a vet network Facebook page. Right, yeah. And somebody put on there, oh you no, know, Zilkeen, has anyone used it? And of yep. course, you know, pages of pages of people that used it and it got you know, probably ninety five percent people said, Oh, it's had some effect. I found it really good. Yeah, yeah. A few people said no, it hadn't worked, and that's that's the case that's with everything. Yeah, yep. exactly. And um but then there was someone to put a link in that there's actually a human form available potentially. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so I was, I was looking at that and I sent it off to uh, to, to the Anthea, the rep, and I said, you know, is, is this work? Are you on this stuff? And she goes, I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Human so, so, human gear. So so maybe, you know, uh, maybe that's a new avenue for Vedekinol. 
That's m- right. Move into the human field and bring it out. Stressed cats and stressed owners. Must because, because they're, uh, they're, the cats are stressing their owners out. So maybe if the if the owners take it, then they won't worry about the stressed cats anyway. Well, exactly. But I must stress that we are not recommending anyone take it. Oh no, not at no, all. No, we no. are not allowed to do that. This Our is called, insurance policy will not cover yeah, that. This is called two vets talk pets. Not yeah. two vets get themselves into trouble by telling people to take stuff that they shouldn't. You know? Two vets prescribe two listeners. Yeah, who, who are stressed. Yeah, it's not yeah, that. yeah. It's not that. It's no. not that at all. It's right there in the title. We talk about your pets, nothing else. That's right. So don't take Zilkin for yourself. No, go and talk to your GP. Yeah, that's yes, but yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, or physician or physician. physician. Yeah, what do they call him? A medical um, surgeon general? Yeah, the surgeon general. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might be. We get referred to. Yeah, right. uh, what do they call you? Your, your, your medical professional. Your practitioner. Uh, yeah, something they've got yeah. different ways that they have them on the uh, on the ads when they right. go. Oh yes, do you do you are you having trouble with your left earlobe? Well, go and talk to your medical practitioner about this. <laughs> are you having problems in the bedroom <laughs> with your left earlobe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that might be a safe word. Oh, really? Your left earlobe. <laughs> Oh dear me! Um, Alrighty, so mate. Uh, uh, now uh, we've we've got some mailbag. We've had yes. someone ask us a question, Lewis. Yeah, we've had some for a while. We just uh, ran, out of, ran out of time every time. time. Yeah, and we go, oh, we got to research that. We can't can't talk about that. Mailbag time now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we get questions that are just too difficult, like cats scratching things and yes. and, and dominance in dogs, and we just go, well, next episode. Next episode, next episode. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think we'll try and hit up the um the the, the cat scratching one, you know, in, in the next in the next couple of episodes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll try and try and smash it out the next we'll time. Put that one on the back burner. Yeah, that was from Jen, wasn't it? From Jen, yes. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll hit that up next time. But the um we got a question on Instagram from First Grade Top Dogs. Yep. Um, just listen to the latest episode. This was uh, three weeks ago. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Not the latest one now. No, no. <laughs> Loved it. Hey. We have a question. How did you meet? Right. Are you old school friends? Do you share a vet practice? You are so funny together, especially Robbie. Oh. He's definitely the Batman and Lewis is the Robin. Is that from Deb? There might, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there might be some, some ad-libbing I've added in there. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the gist of it is I think they want to know about us, mate. How yeah. Did we, how did... So the origin story, yeah. Well, you know, mate, you're the you're the origin. You're the uh, I was the instigator. You, yeah, you were the instigator. You're the one who saw the vision. You yes. saw the bright lights. The the bright lights. <laughs> two vets talk pets podcast. The rivers of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So so where did where, where did it come from? Where did the idea come from? Yeah. So I um so I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, and I have done for for quite a few years. And uh, one of the um uh, podcasts I listen to is um from Kevin Smith, the uh, American um. Filmmaker and uh, and and now you know copious podcaster and um, he always talks about you know that everyone's got a story and that you know the big thing with podcasting is that there's no gatekeepers you know um, if you wanted to get on TV or radio or tell your story you'd, it was much harder to try and get your story out there but podcasting you just needed you know a microphone something to say something to record it then you put it out there if, you if know you want to be two vets recommending that people take an anxiety medication on then, then on, on the airways go for it yeah that's not us <laughs> yeah that, that's not what we do at all <laughs> definitely not our mo yeah. um so um so yeah uh, kevin smith had said you know, you know everyone should try and do it because as much as anything you're recording your voice you know yep. it's a it's a it's a point of time where you're going to be able to go back and listen to your voice because he talks about how he lost his father sort of 10 or 12 years ago um and while he's got photos of his dad he doesn't have any audio he doesn't have anything that sounds you know he doesn't have uh, anything that rec- has recorded his dad's voice so um i uh you know started thinking okay well, you know could do a, a, a what could i do a podcast on you know yeah. what do i know well yeah. i what are my interests? What what are my specialties? Eh? You know, uh, uh, ice maybe cream making. Profet- yeah. No, maybe not. You know, uh, uh, marathon running. Yeah, no, definitely not. Did you know, de- well, I've done the marathon. I wouldn't. I don't think I did it good enough to write a yeah, do a podcast, do a podcast on, podcast it. on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. No. Two vets talk marathons. <laughs> <laughs> or just two vets yeah. talk for a marathon length yeah. of time. Yeah, well, one, one vet talks cramps halfway through a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an M in there? Yeah, yeah. Crap. Cramps. Yeah, cramp. Cramps. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Crap cramps. Crap cramps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of felt like I had to do one of those endless cramps as well halfway through while everything was going. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, so uh, so started doing um, you know, thinking right. So if we're going to do a vet podcast, you know, um, on, uh, you want to have someone to do it with. And so I was sort of looking through and thinking, you know, if, uh, in the rolodex in my mind 
of right. Yeah. Well, who who could we try and use? Yeah. Um, and you got through, so you got through thirty or forty pages of the Rolodex. Yes, yeah. In all your mates, and, and then and then you. found Lewis. Yeah. Um. So so the really the person I'd always had in my head was doing it with you because yeah. um uh. uh Altru- not altruistic, yeah, but sort of selfishly knowing that so many of the things that we deal with in veterinary practice has a uh, behavior medicine yep. bent on it. So yep. uh, if you can get someone that's got um, a, a medicine, a, a behavior, a behavioral medicine bend on what they do, then it saves me bumbling around it and, you know, and, and sort of mucking it, mucking it up. No, so, so you um, leave me to bumble around it. Thanks, mate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just take two steps back, mate, and I'll just be there to help to pick up the pieces. Um, so uh, so we were at a conference last year, and, and I'd been thinking about doing it for years and hadn't actually pulled the trigger on doing it. Um, and then when we are up at the uh, the farce of a conference up in the Gold Coast yep, last year, um, and uh, and saw you there, and then at the on the last day said, you oh, I've been... I've been meaning to talk to you all week, so I was a little bit nervous. I wasn't sure you'd say yes or no or what, you know. Nervous? Nervous, yeah, I was a little really? nervous. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah. Right. And also, because it had gotten to the last day, and, you know, the last day, you know, usually everyone sort of takes off early, you yeah. know. Um, oh, so you worried I might have left you. Just well, left in the lurch, mate. And, like, and so the... Kind of like a bumble date, you think, where it, I just it, didn't, didn't turn just up. Just didn't turn up. You'd yeah. see, see me wearing the red shirt in the, in the cafe and thought, no, no, I'll, uh, you know, I, think, I think I'll just take off. Red yeah. bandana in the left-hand pocket. Yeah, that's pocket. <laughs> I'm wearing the Guns N' Roses t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. For a Taylor for, Swift one now, mate. A Taylor Swift, yeah, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. World Tour, 2018. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, yeah. so where, where were you waiting to, to talk to me? So you'd um, just gone into the urinal and I oh, thought, right. uh, yeah, yeah, and I thought, well, hang on, I can't really go and accost you in there, so I'll wait until <laughs> you come out. Why not, mate? You've got Charlie Picker in the toilet. Yeah, I know, yes. <laughs> you, last time we uh, we met in the toilets, in the, I was dressed as a Smurf. You're but, a Smurf, yeah, 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 yeah and I didn't one. even realise that was yeah. you until all those years years later. Um, so when yep. you came out, I said, okay, mate, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you all week. Um, I've been thinking about trying to do a podcast. Um, and I reckon you'd be, um, you're a funny guy. I think you'd be good to do it with. Do you want to do it? And you said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, look, sounds great. You know, um, send me an email and we'll have a talk. About seven months later, um, <laughs> you know, then, you know, the tyranny of time sort of got in. And, and well, well, after you sort of said to me, do you want to do a podcast? I mean, yep. I'm, I, I was like, uh, yeah, but... but What's that? It was yeah. in my head. I was like, I don't know what a podcast oh, is. Oh, so, so you weren't a cross podcast no, at that not, stage? Not at all. I mean, I sort of have an idea of what they're about, but certainly hadn't, you know, opened an app on my phone or really, really got into podcasting. So I had no idea what you're talking about. But the thing I sort of learned from certainly when I wrote the two books is yep. that often I found a lot of doors have opened up for me. You know, often people, you know, I, uh, I give an example, I was at a, um, at a baby and pet expo in Melbourne, yeah, you know, with with the books on a stand, and and I had this philosophy that I would talk to everybody. Yes, yeah. So if you were a ninety year old woman who obviously wasn't pregnant, yes, yep, you know, uh, and you know, and you owned uh, and you owned ferrets, I would talk to you anyway. Yes, yeah, because it just I thought something's going to come, and something did come. I ended up getting a UK distributor out of that philosophy. Yeah, of right. Saying yes, I'll talk to everybody who wants to talk to me. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and so that's sort of a philosophy I've sort of got from that. That if anybody came to me with an idea or something yeah i'd just say yes yes and then either something would come of it yeah or yeah. it would just fizzle away and i'd never hear anything or get to a point where i go oh, i can't do this yeah so, right yep yeah, podcast that sounds great robbie's he's a cool guy we have a chat he's a funny guy yeah so so yeah so sorry i interrupted this seven months later no, no so, so then seven months later then um we had a, a mutual client come and see um yes. see me at uh, at mount waverley and she was talking about um how a normal vet's dr lewis um you know um, because uh, yeah, we were talking about the, um, the, the 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 differences of the of, of uh, various um, irrigating procedures um, <laughs> around uh, one's uh, you know, rear, rear end and the constipated difference of, mate. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, but, but this, she, this was a Turak client that came came and saw me. Yes, and uh, and it was constipated, and I think I gave some meds and said, oh, you know, and she said, oh, I'm actually going on a camping trip to Mount Waverley during the week. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah long trip out of the long country. Trip. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Out of the doing. sticks. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> and uh, and then I said, "Oh, well, hit up, hit up my mate Robbie, and uh, and uh, go and see this guy. He's he's the guy you need to see if you've, he's the one who can get you know yeah, get, get poo out of anything. Yeah, clear the yeah yeah clear clear the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so when she said that, I said, "Oh, jeez, I've been I've been wait, thinking for months. I've got to get a hold of Lewis." And so then sent you an email um to the to the work on because we got the the history through. Yep. And so I messaged the nurses and uh, at your clinic and said, "Oh, look, um." You know, 
Robbie from the Waverley Animal Hospital. I talked to Lewis months ago. I've lost his card that's got his um, his yep. email address on it. Um, speaking to him about a podcast, can you get him to write back to me um, if, was, if he's was, interested? Was Google invented in those days, mate? You know, I probably am gone Google. Back in, back in April of this year, I think Google was around, you know. Um, yeah, right, eh? That's so, um, so I thought, you know, I mean, yeah, there's other lines of communication you could possibly go through, I you guess. Could, yeah, could have sent me a fax or a telegram, Yeah, mate, you'd yeah. sent a pigeon, you yeah. know, just, just a long string and a couple of pineapple tins. Uh, so I said, um, you know, uh, yeah, get, get back in contact with me. And then I didn't hear anything for like, you know, a week or something like that. And I thought, oh, he's, he's, he's gone cold on it. Pretty sure I saw the the the, uh, the message there, mate. I was like, uh, Robbie, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? You know? Podcast? What? 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 You know? Jeez, I usually say yes to everything, yeah. but not to that. <laughs> now I've gone uh, off yes now, yeah. seven months later. <laughs> um, so, uh, but then I realized that you'd actually replied straight back. and But the nurse had put in a different file oh. on the computer. And so I missed it. I go, Oh crap, man! Thank you very much. Thanks for getting back to me. And so then we, um, uh, we sort of said, yeah, look, let's let's meet up. And so we met up down at the um, down at the local shops down here, and we just sort of nutted out and said, yeah, okay, yo, so you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. And then, um, and so I thought, oh, let's go back and we'll work out what we're going to talk in about in the future. In the yeah. future. And you said, would you want to record now? And yeah. I was like. Fine. No Sounds time like great. the present. You know, let's do it. So yeah, we um went and, uh, went and tried to find a room outside the local uh, inside the library uh, yep. to try and record. And they didn't have any rooms, so we uh yeah recorded outside the the local library and uh yeah recorded the first one with your little uh in in earpiece microphone. Yeah, one of those little uh, things you sort of answer the phone with, like a the, the secretary things. Yeah yeah, 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 wasn't it? So so when you go back and listen to episode one, yes, and that's our most listened to episode actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So either people want to know the the first episode what it's like and then they've kept listening or maybe they've just listened and gone no that was that was great that was absolute yeah, rubbish guys what's with the birds tweeting in the background and what, the, the trains the, going past and the weird guy that's standing there that you know <laughs> that's listening to them yes exactly yeah. it was our first patreon i think yeah i think he was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not not non non uh pecuniary patreon no maybe. okay yeah 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 <laughs> So uh, yeah, so then um, and you know couldn't have uh, couldn't really couldn't have picked a better uh, podcast partner because you know for the fact that you know a lot of the 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 background stuff that you guys um, you know sort of see you know, as far as uploading it and all that sort of stuff that was Lewis doing that right at the start organizing all the hosting things and you know because we have to pay for the hosting I had to research that and do all that so Lewis did did all that so it was um you know really a um it's been a pretty good uh it's worked really well you know and then we just get together and talk some crap and you know record some stuff and then put it send it out there into the ether for you guys to have a listen to it's amazing that we're still going 37 episodes later mate yeah it's unbelievable yeah it's it's, we're, we're doing all right yeah and we're loving it I mean I'm in Enjoying it, you're enjoying it. Oh, it's, it's good great. fun. It's good yeah. fun. It's yeah. good fun, isn't it? All so, right. uh, so yeah, so that's how that's how we got started. First grade top dogs. Oh. You know, it was a uh, that's that's the origin story. That's the uh, you know how we all got started. Fantastic. That definitely deserves a five star review on our, on iTunes. I oh, that'd be great. Yeah, first grade top dogs. Uh, and I just got a. Oh, oh, big sneeze by Robbie. Oh, it's raining in here. It must be springtime. <laughs> Segue into that later right. on. Yeah, hay fever. Are we talking that. What's humans that? hay fever? What what medication they should take? Well, I can tell you what I'm taking, but so, I can yeah. tell other people what they're going to take. So <laughs> if you're anxious, you take this, and then if you've got hay fever, you take this. One. That's not this podcast. <laughs> we don't talk about that, man. Yeah. Our lawyer's just quavering now. You're going, oh crap! It's not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, this is not not worth my time yeah. of putting up with this crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Lewis, I, I wanted to talk to you about, um, we've had a, uh, a couple of uh, cases this week, uh, or not this week, in the last few weeks of um, animals that um, we've actually had to amputate their limbs. Yes. Um, and uh, both been uh, really, really bad fractures um, right. that were uh, going to be... Um, Either either non repairable or very very poor prognosis with repair. Uh, one in a cat and one in a dog. Yep. Uh, and the the cat was back leg, dogs a front leg. And um, we're talking. Uh, you know, the owners are always uh, you know a bit sort of worried and hesitant yes. about how very. the animal's going to go with um, yeah you know, with with only down to three legs. Naturally, I mean naturally, you know, you, your dogs. You used to seeing your dog run around on the four legs and and doing all their stuff. And then suddenly they've got three legs, and you're thinking, "Gee whiz, you know, if I only had the one leg, how would I cope?" But, yes, yeah, but yeah. So how the, how they go on? How they go? Absolutely. So the so the cat, um, she, she was hopping around on three legs for rocks. We we're trying to see if we could um, uh, help her leg with um, just uh, splinting, and we just mm. you know, we weren't getting the results yep. we wanted. So I mean, she she'd been sort of hopping around on three legs for the most part, right. anyway. Yep. 
take the leg off and then suddenly you know the the training wheels are off and now she's running around like mad yeah just have an absolute absolute ball of a time it's amazing the difference isn't it like the the owners uh, owners are naturally very concerned and, and and worried but but once you take that leg off if it's a source of pain or discomfort for the dog yeah. or the cat they just get up and they're gone. They don't even know. They've got no like, oh, everyone's looking at me now or, or whatever issue they might be thinking is going on. They're just like, yep, this is what I got. Off I go I'm now. off and away. And it's amazing how quickly they cope. Yes. Know? And as long as the other legs are all pretty sound, you know, there's no major arthritis in any of those legs, they, they, they're going like tripods, no worries at all. Oh, for sure, yeah. And so the... um. The, the dog that we um, had to take her um, her front leg off from she's um, yeah again you know, worrying about you know uh, we were worried about how uh, how she was going to cope with it um, and and literally like the next day she is out and just gone fantastic let's just go for a walk you know yes right. there's some pain there you know which you would expect because yep. it's been a big surgery you can deal with the pain you know but um, yeah pain yeah, she's, yeah. she's she's back to running around and feeling feeling great so Good um, stuff, and mate. it's interesting you know when you were saying about the um, the uh, the the arthritis we had a dog a couple of years ago a little pug that had a really bad tumor down on the end of her um end of her foot yep it was a mast cell tumor but not one that we could actually remove it was a um a subcutaneous one rather Ooh. than a dermal one yeah, right. um and it was right down around the tendons and as i well, there's no way we're going to be able to get margins on this so we had to um amputate her leg um amputated her leg but she you know being a pug and she was about 12 years old at the time she did have a little bit of arthritis yep. in her other leg yeah um and it's like well without it we're not going to be she's not you know she's not going to live yeah you that know? cancer's going to kill her exactly yeah. so um so we uh amputated limb absolutely just hopped around like an absolute dream right. till then 12 months later then she did her cruciate oh, so we've had um so then she had uh one front leg that was uh, that was okay, but had a little bit of arthritis. One other front leg that was missing. Uh, one back leg that had done a cruciate, and the other back leg that was okay. And the, they were on opposite sides: the good front leg and the good back leg. So <laughs> poor Miko had to be uh, hopping around, hop, hop, hoppity around. Wow. So yeah, yeah. But she did, she did great. She was fantastic. You know, like they just they just get on and they do it. So if, if ever you know you're presented with a time of where you're going, oh, you know. Should we amputate or not? You know, how's the dog gonna gonna cope? They cope really well, and, and often owners are worried about how they're gonna go to the toilet. God, they find a way. Oh yeah, they do. They get yep. it done. Oh, you know, they, yep. they, it, it, it's a bit awkward for the first twenty four hours, and then after that, it all just comes out. They work it out. Yeah, they work it out really quickly. There's no stopping it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when I was at uni. Remember uh, Wing Tip Wong? Yes, doctor, yep. The, the surgeon. He was yep. a fantastic surgeon. Tipper. Yep. He had the yeah, tipper. He had a uh, a database of. Um, of owners that their dog or cat had had a leg amputated. Yes. So when he got an owner that the the dog or cat needed an amputation, he would get them to ring. Yeah, those right. Owners and have a chat to them. And I thought that's a really great idea. But I wonder if maybe there's a there could even be a Facebook page of three legged dogs or something like that or cats. Yes. Um, you could probably look it up and get a bit of advice if that's that was the path that unfortunately had to go down. Yeah. F- four paws good, three paws better. <laughs> Yes, that could be the page oh, name. Yeah, a yeah. bit of Orson Welles there. You, you know? should set that up, mate. I'll see how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a bit of time. Yeah. How about you, mate? What's been uh, What's been kicking around your neck? Well, the same sort of thing of of, of you know uh, you know some surgeries. I've got an article here from the CBS Evening News. Right. So over CBS over, over in the states. Yeah, over in the states. Dog with three D printed skull gives researchers hope for helping human patients. Right. We've got a real uh, thing for helping human patients today, don't we? We sure do. Yeah. Every dog. One, one world medicine. <laughs> one medicine. Is that what one they world. call it? One, one species, one, one mammal, one one, mammal, mammal, world? Mammal. Uh, one Is it a thing where what they call it? Like one health, one, one one health, one, one health. health. Yeah, 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 the integrated thing between veterinarian uh, and human and right. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. Every dog owner thinks their puppy's special. Patches, the nine-year-old Dachshund, really is. Four year go, years ago, her owner Danielle noticed a small bump on top of Patches' head. She took her to the vet. The bump continued to grow at an alarming rate, and the diagnosis was a life-threatening tumour. Yes. They didn't really know what it was, Danielle said. It was big, and it was pressing on the brain, said Dr. Michelle Oblak, a veterinary surgical oncologist at the University of Guelph, Ontario Veterinary College. So, must be over in Canada there. Yeah. To remove it, we were going to have to take about 70% of her skull. Wow. 
So Oblek and a team from Cornell University tried something never done before in the US. Using a 3D printer, they created a replacement skull made out of a out of titanium. Titanium. That fits. I was going to say I wasn't familiar with that uh, uh, element of the periodic table. What did I say? Titanium. Titanium. I'm still half chewing that yummy croissant that Christina just gave me. It's beautiful for lunch. Um. And I'll just show you a little photo of, of Patches, and I think you agree it's, it's a fairly good fit for, for, for how wow, for look how, at that. how it goes on the head there. Wow, yeah. gee whiz! I'm not sure if that's post pre or post op that one. Crikey, it does look like a bit of a cone head. I'm that's tipping a that's a lump. You're, yeah, you, you want to hope that's the lump. Yeah, so we've got a bit a photo of Patches. Look, yeah, a little bit nervous, giving a bit of a whale eye to the camera. Wow, but yeah, big cone head on the top of his head. And it says, except for a few scars, the new skull is unnoticeable. Would you say that's unnoticeable on that? Jeez, Jeez that's got to be the old one, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's going right down near his, right from ear to yeah. ear and eyes and gee whiz. It's like a, it's like a really bad fitting toupee on his head, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it looks like. Like he's going to walk into it, walk into wind and the whole thing's just going to lift straight up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. That glue's not tough enough for that. Or he walk, walks down at the park and some other dog grabs it off and starts shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I've often thought, like at work, what if, you know, because obviously I, I'm, I'm follicularly challenged. Yes, yeah. What if I did just come into work one day just suddenly with a big wig on and just act all normal? It's like, hey guys, here what's you go. going on? Yeah, what's, what, what, how's your weekend? And everyone be going, what's going on? Uh, what happened to you, Lewis? No, nothing much. No. Nothing much? Yeah, yeah just no, another day. Just, yeah, what have we got on today? Went to the hairdresser. No, nothing much happened. What surgery did today? I don't know how that'd go. Oh, you, should do, you should do that, um, you know. Uh, yeah, probably not on April Fool's Day. No, but somewhere because then it'd be too obvious. Yeah. But yeah, you try and get yourself some sort of a uh, a, a hair piece. Yeah, and and walk in, but just just play it straight. It's totally straight. Just like, straight. Yeah, this is how I rock. This is how I've got up in the morning. Yes, I'm here now to do some work. How's and, it going? And and, uh, and and you just yeah, you just just go in there. Yo, so what's what's going on today? How was everyone's weekend? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and if anyone mentions, you go, no, look, that's workplace harassment. You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you know, dude, and, don't and go on stress leave straight out. Walk out. <laughs> Look, there, I, I can't I'm work stressed. under these circumstances. Yeah. How can you make comment of my appearance and just when there's nothing, just it's just a normal day and just go through it, just go through it. You'd have to make sure though that it was either a day where you're going to be out the back at the start because if you're going to be seeing clients, yeah, you know, they'd have to be on the in on it as well. Well, do, do you reckon? But the clients, I just act normal too. And if a client said anything, oh, stress leave. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I prefer not to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. What What are you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, let's get yeah, back to ch- Patches. Ch- change your name to, to, to Doug. Doug the Rug. Doug the Rug. Patches and his and his. Yes. Uh, instead of having a, to take an implant off the shelf, we could take an implant that we designed perfectly for that patient. Said said Doctor Oblack. When asked if she ever thought of putting down patches, Danielle gave an emphatic no. Other than having this big bump on her head, she was a completely healthy dog. Wow. Danielle said, she's now also a little dog that just opened up a big world of possibilities. Yeah, right. So there you go, mate. The 3D printing, because I know um, the guys at Southpaws have got a 3D printer and they were talking about um, using it for things like, uh, I think they use it for uh, like uh, surgical planning and things like that. So they do a CT scan and then they print out the, like the the, uh, image of the, uh, of the lump that they're going to be taking out so okay. they can actually work out planning wise where they're going to cut um i wonder if they could um they could do a little a tiny little nutella for me you know the coles little shop oh Nutellas? that's the one that you're missing y- yeah missing that <laughs> one <laughs> They I might do. Yeah, I reckon they're going for 3 or $4 on eBay these days. It could be quite a... Nice one. Right. might get onto the guys down at Southpaws and just hit them up. So they want a little a little side business, yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know? Look, look, you've got your 3D printer there, but you want to actually make some money out yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Let's, Let's print some little th- Coles Nutella yeah. bits of plastic. <laughs> That'll get the job done. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, mate. How are we going? Have uh, you got something else? Uh, no, I think that, that oh, was, was it. Oh, it me, was it? Yeah, no, I think you're on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, we might have Funnily to enough, on, it says here that man's best friend is not as clever as we thought. Oh, that, yeah. That, no. that, that's the next one, yeah? Yeah, let's do that next week, I do reckon. Do it next week? No problems at all. Well, let's, um, you know, given that we're here, you know, let's uh, let a little run and see whether or not we can keep the apple out of Ruben's mouth for long enough to see if he can uh, sneak out a disclaimer as well. Let's see how we go. Oh. 
all advice on this show is general in this nature. So please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most update information. There's veterinary medicine is continuing advancing and changing. Please let my dad know if he has missed anything, said anything silly. If you need any color, color, clarification my name's ruben and you're listening to two best dog best podcast of dr lewis and dr robbie awesome buddy Let's go, that man. was That's smashing fantastic. man well done that is great rock'em soccer man good that job funny. oh done it again yeah good mate apple doesn't fall far from the tree mate <laughs> I love the way he's, performer. He, he's got the pronunciation of everything, just like you do it, mate. <laughs> just like you do it. Vetequinol, alfacazosepine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zilkine. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, continually advancing. All those words, mate, that all you, the, all you the good stumble ones. over. Titanium, what was the one I had? <laughs> Tinnimimimium. Tinnimimimium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cute though, mate. Yeah. Very, very cute. Um, so as I as I sit here and and uh, dealing with uh the the, the, the my personal uh, battles with springtime and hay fever, uh, we thought we'd uh, talk about some springtime stuff. So uh, so what have you got for us to talk about this week, mate? Spring is in the air, mate. Definitely. Yes. And the things that come out in the garden that any good gardener with the green thumbs knows, slugs and snails. Yes, mate. And there are many. Many options yes. for slug and sale treatment, but the one that perhaps I want to focus on today is the one that comes in the box. Yes. That you buy at the Bunnings or your, your, your hardware store. Yep. Um, and and we had a recent case that came into the clinic uh, just last week. Right. And um, and it was a it was a beautiful, I think it was a border collie, beautiful colouring though. Yep. Had a real sort of... Uh, like a tanny tinge through the fur. It was just, yeah, right, it was yeah. just a beautiful looking dog. And it had eaten uh, three quarters of a box of, wow. of, yeah, of snail bait. Oh, so, wow. But it was, you know, there's two types that you can get at the, I think there's two types or a few different types, but there's the one that's the metahaldehyde yep. type ones, which are, I think they're more the green or uh, green or bluey colored, aqua colored um, pellets. Yep. And then there is the, the supposed safer one, yep. which is the iron EDTA is the active constituent. Um, and this dog, had, uh, and that's sort of a, a rusty, brownie coloured yep. product. And that's what this dog had actually got into. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, one right. that we see less likely. Yeah. Or less commonly, sorry. Yes. I think. Um, so that one, certainly if your dog's eaten any snail bait, yeah. um, usually it's got into the box. And for some reason, despite them putting bitterant stuff in there to make it bitterant, Still, a lot of dogs seem to find it very tasty. Let's face it, dogs eat poo, yeah. you know, and if dogs eat poo, you know, it'd have to be something pretty damn horrible to yeah. make them think, hey, you know what, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. They'll just eat it. Yeah, they'll go into it. They, and they'll, they'll eat through the cardboard to get to it. it must, yes. must have some bran or something in it that tastes very mm. sweet and, and delicious. So so obviously there's two types. There's the meta-aldehyde one, which probably any vets or, you know, the, you know students listening to the show is, is, is the one that causes the slud symptoms that we talk about the yep. salivation the drooling the lacrimation which means you know tear production that sort of thing urination so they you know go to the toilet defecation they're pooing everywhere but they can develop to you know wobbliness they can get tremors in their muscles mm. um they can worst case scenario they start seizuring yeah and they get hyperthermia so they get really hot yeah and if they get too hot that that, that sort of melts their brain sort yep. of thing so so really for for you know that's the meta-aldehyde one. The iron one, which this dog had eaten, is more yep. affects the liver. Yep. Um, and it's a little bit different, perhaps, the treatment for that one. But but I'm not going to go in too in-depth to it because, you know, most of our listeners are pet owners. Yep, yep. But if your dog has got into some snail bait, it's pretty important that you get to the vet fairly Yeah, quickly, for sure. You know, and, and the first thing we'll do at the vet is, is is most likely, if they haven't already vomited, most likely try and make them vomit. Yep. Um, and there are lots of, we have ways. We have ways of making them puke. Exactly. And um, and then, you know, depending on what we vomit up and how much we vomit up. And, and it can help also, really good point is to either take a photo of the box. Yes. Or take the box in. Yeah, for sure. And, and so they Don't know. leave it in the back seat with the dog. Yeah, yeah no, good idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that was interesting. We had, the owner brought the box in and so then we had this box of snail pellets sitting on the desk in the office and we we're all like, 
what are we going to do, do with that? Yeah. What do we do? With it? We don't want it here. You know, we, we don't want to put it in the bin just in case something else happens. Yeah, and, yeah. And the, I don't know, the next day it was gone, but we we're all in a dilemma of what are we going to do with it? You know, <laughs> you know we, we don't want to, you know, think it's just a nice boss with some mixed nuts or something. Yeah. So we'll make the dog vomit. Um, we might give them some charcoal. Yeah. Depending on how badly they're affected, we might look at, you know, anaesthetizing and stomach pumping them. Or I, I think the big thing with that is, yeah, how, how severe the signs are because if yeah. you've got a diet and I think um from me I think there's um metaldehyde as well as carbamate. So I think they're the mm. they're they're the two. So I think the metaldehyde yep. are the the seizure ones right. and the carbamates are more the more the slutty ones. Right. But the slutty okay. ones can still go on and, and cause seizures and stuff if they're getting bad enough. Like the med uh, the metaldehydes are the um the uh the more sort of like the yeah the neuro neurotoxin right. one. Okay. I knew um, I should have researched this before I, I, I talked yeah. about it. <laughs> um because if the dogs are already coming in and they're already starting to show fairly severe signs, like they're already seizuring and tremoring, then trying to make that dog vomit's probably not going to, you know, help them out. Yeah, good you, point. You, you yes. really, they're, they're the ones where we go, right, well, we need to decontaminate the stomach, yeah. anesthetize them. Um, do a gastric lavage, so stomach pump, try and clear that all out. Um, and then uh, and then as they're waking up, then depending on the signs they're showing, if, they're, if they've got really bad muscle fasciculations, you might use things to try and help to calm the muscle fasciculations. Tremors, muscle tremors. Tremors, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big if, word, mate. If they're seizuring, we use you know might keep them under the anaesthetic for a while longer, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, some dogs they can get really really sick from it, you know, like needing to have um, you know ventilation and things like that yeah. for an extended period of time. Yeah, so. yeah, good, good. No, that that's really good. I should have let you do this topic. Oh no, no you're right. I oh, know. I mean, you know more than I do, which is probably <laughs> probably why I do the behaviour stuff normally. No. But it was a really good it was a, a dog we had in. So yeah, we're all busy looking stuff up. And, yeah. and making sure we're giving the right thing because we we hadn't seen I haven't seen an iron iron EDTA. EDTA one and yeah and then it was all about whether we collate which is a medication we can give to help yep. sort of bind up the iron that's in yes. the blood and, and that sort of thing so um but you know we made it vomit and and we put it in hospital and actually monitored it uh, we did some iron levels and that sort of thing mm. um in that that particular case and, and and thankfully all went well we did some liver liver levels a week later yep um and that dog went you know went home and, and was totally fine so yeah so really good i think the thing with that like like you said is, is that we got it really early yep the dog had just you know got into the box there and it just found it brought down straight away made it vomit and you know brought brought most of it up so it's not something that you want to sit back and wait for a half an hour and see how your dog's going to go it's like you know get in there and get in there fast because and if you get home and they're starting to show clinical signs get in there fast because the signs are going to get worse yeah that's one of those things where when you're talking about seizuring animals you know you talk to owners and you go okay right so the 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 lists of things that could be causing your seizures if it was a toxin they're going to keep on seizuring until you remove the toxin because that's exactly what's happening with these dogs yeah because the fact that they've got the um the the toxin in there if they're already showing the signs it's already been absorbed yeah all we can do is just try and stop the absorption and then try and control the signs while you're waiting for the body to clear the rest of it out yeah so yes but yeah. So yeah, if you're you're you've just bought a uh, a box of 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 the snail and slug pellets, whatever brand it might be, even if it says it's safe for pets, and you know, and and usually if you sort of sprinkle it around the garden, not about you, mate, but rarely we'll see a dog or a cat that has eaten it from the garden and made themselves sick. Do you see? Yeah, I've seen a few. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And right. not, I'm not. It, it, it's usually that they get into a lot of it. You yeah, know, box um, of it, yeah. and because if you've got a big enough dog that's only just going and eating little bits usually the owner's on it a bit quicker yeah. you know and so if they're not if they haven't had that much in the way of volume the signs may not be as severe so it's more manageable you know with just making them vomit and right. then just managing okay. the clinical signs but yeah i mean they like it it, like I scatter feed the food for Rosie when she when she's eating. You know, if they find something that they want to eat, they'll sniff yeah. it. Especially if they find it in a few spots, they're just going to keep on going. Yeah. Um. So and I, I think um yeah, from the where they say yeah the the pet the pet safe ones. You know, I always remember at uni they were saying that you know you can't you know they get very that the companies get very antsy of you going. Hang on, you know they're not. They're, there, it's just like eating anything else, uh, not in moderation, that then it can cause problems. <laughs> oh, you know? you're on a bit of a legal thing, are you? Yeah, like maybe a little bit. Yeah, chases down. Well, that's that's possibly true. They may may have a disclaimer saying yeah. they're pet safe. <laughs> oh, where am I going here? 
Um, as with anything that you might use in the garden, yes, be it fertilizer or snail or slug stuff, yep, store it up high, yes, out of the way of your pets and and, and your kids, yeah, it, yes, yeah, right, thanks, yeah, Make, good, makes a good, good sense good to keep it out of the way, yep, yep, and um, and and if you're going to use it on the garden, just be aware that you know dogs might eat it, yeah, you know, and um. And, and, and just be aware of the signs that, that we've talked about. But you've got some other options, mate, that if, if you, you know, that maybe pets, pet safe. A little bit more pet option. safe. Yeah, safe. No, not, not safe, safer. Safe, or, or no, these, the these, these ones are fairly safe for pets, but um, but not safe for snails, which is good. Right, so, okay. So there's, there's three things. And, that, and safe from a legal perspective. Absolutely, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Very safe legally. <laughs> there's a, the, the lawyer's taking a big, a big, a big, easy, deep <laughs> breath now. So three things. Um, The the first one of the, is the beer traps. So, yeah, um, right. So you can get, um, uh, you can either make them yourself or you can buy them commercially. And what you do is you either put, um, a beer in the bottom of this little trap and you bury it into the ground so it's level with the ground uh, and what happens is the snails are attracted to the to the yeasty smell of the beer yep. and they, they go into the little trap and then they drown in the beer and then they're done. Right. So, um, so can you use Vegemite instead? Is or it? you can use a Vegemite solution in there too. Yeah, solution. So veg- Vegemite right. and water. Yeah, yeah so the dogs will never lick that. No, no. <laughs> But at least if they do, they yeah. You know, all they're going to do is just get a little bit. Just oh, geez, I'm a bit. I'm a bit salty. I'm a bit dehydrated now. Let's get yeah. some more. Yeah, yeah. I need some white bread, some white toast to go with all this Vegemite. <laughs> um, and it's got a little cover on it that goes on there. But oh, you know, the dog, okay. dog, dog could soon rip it up. But at least then it's yeah. You're not using anything that's um, toxic for dogs. Yep. The second one that I've tried using and had marginal success with um, from some gardening stores, you can get a copper. Um, copper tape yep. and so you put the copper tape around the edge of it and the theory behind that is that as the snails and slugs go to go over it they get a little electrical charge that they don't oh. like like the dog licking the batteries oh, and they go that sounds terrible that's only a little one you know just just a little tickle you just think. a little just, tickle just, yeah like yeah a shock collar kind of but, but <laughs> on their legs <laughs> so, I don't need to eat your strawberries now I'm just going to sit here and just, just go just enjoy it yeah yeah it's right. great you know? oh. come on over guys this is fantastic you know I don't know if we should be promoting the the shocking of snails, mate. It's, it's, a, it is, it's just a bit of tape. It's just a, it's, it's very mild. You, it's not, you, non lethal. Have you tried it on yourself? I have. Yeah, yeah I've, all I've, good. I've licked the, I've licked the tape and it's fine it's for fine. me. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, I think I think I think you need more more viscosity in what comes off of your uh yeah your, your one foot. So have you, you know? tried sort of drooling on it? Is that what you kind of need? Oh, that might. I haven't tried drooling on it. That's a thing. Yeah, or, or you go really a stringy slimy, drool. Yeah. yeah, after a marathon <laughs> drool. Well, I've got a story about that too. I'll tell right. you. Um, uh, the, the third one is my nan's tried and true method, right? Which yeah. is which needs two pieces of equipment. One's a rain jacket and one's a small trowel. So right. when it's raining, you put your jacket on, you take your trowel out, and you go and whack all the snails. <laughs> Oh, thunk, 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 thunk. Jeez, you're a masochist, mate. The poor snails. Oh, but jeez, my strawberries are good though, mate. It's worthwhile, <laughs> you know. It's worthwhile, you know. When, the, when, oh. those, when those snails come out and they start, uh, you know, uh, providing their own or uh, making a contribution, they can eat some of my strawberries. Oh, Otherwise... I have, to, I have to go out and uh, smell the strawberries out yeah. there, mate. <laughs> um, so, so with the um, with the marathon, there was a um, this guy that was testing um, the uh, your level of dehydration before the run. So right. you had to get a little bit of saliva on your tongue, and they test it to see um, the the concentration of the of the electrolytes in your saliva. And they said, "Come and find us after the run, and we'll test and we'll see how you're going." Wow! So so my number was fifty five or whatever you know yep. units they were using. And he said, "Well, that's good. You're you're plenty hydrated. I got fantastic. I'm going to nail this marathon." which we all know I didn't. Um, and so then we got to the end of the race, right? So I've run 42 kilometres in 25 degrees over four and a half hours. And I find the guy, I do the thing, and I've tested at 55. Exactly the same. Oh, you hydrated yourself really well. And I thought, I think your machine's a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works. Wow. And then did he sort of go, oh, and just step over here, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Dr. Rob, we've got some police here that uh, the DNA has got a match on the file. Yeah, I you. know. Yeah, just, I hadn't thought just, about that. Just work into the 10 over here for a second. We'll, <laughs> we'll just pop these cuffs on you, yeah. mate. Where were you on April the 21st in 1996? <laughs> yeah, I was at high school. The Parkdale Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, not back then, mate. Not yeah. back then. Uh, uh, no, yeah. gosh. So his machine not working, mate. I don't. I think I don't think his machine was worth mm. a pinch of pinch of crap. But anyway, yeah. you know, it, it looked, it sounded really good, but you know, it was a piece of rubbish. Anyway, um, 
I wanted to talk to about another uh, common one that we get then on uh, uh, in springtime, which is bee stings. Ah, um, yes. One of one of the, uh, the 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 most dramatic yet cutest uh, you know, presentations <laughs> that we see of dogs and of cats. Well uh, described. And the, yes. the reason why I bring it up is because I had a little cat during the week that came in with a um, a, a foot that swelled up to about three times the size of its right. normal foot, and it was obviously really lame. Did um, you amputate that one? Uh, no, no. no, 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 no. Well, interesting. I, I mean, just wasn't sure there's a segue from the, the tripod. The, 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 the kitty cat's an interesting, um, an interesting little creature. She certainly tries to amputate my limbs whenever she comes in. You know, <laughs> um, as good as what Zilkeen is, I don't think Zilkeen is enough for this kitty cat. Oh. But anyway, so um, so oh, I, 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 what's that? Gabapentin. Before it comes in, very very difficult to medicate as well. Yeah, food? Uh, no. Yeah, we have we have. Doesn't yeah. eat. Oh, it eats. It eats. Yeah, yeah. It definitely eats. Um, now I I know I know the cat. The cat right. knows me. Fair we enough. have it. We have an accord. Yeah. You know? yep. um, it's got um, one of your fingers, and uh, yep. And yes. You know it well. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not getting any more. Um, <laughs> and so she came in, and we um, uh, and so with the f- foot being swollen up like that, I said, "Oh, look, you know, it's." Could be a could be a break. It could be a cat bite abscess, or it could be a bee sting. Yep. You know, um, we'll give it twenty four hours. You know, give it an anti inflammatory. I could get an anti inflammatory into her, and then we'll see how she's looking. And uh, and the next day, the swelling had come right down. Yeah. So like, fantastic. Looks like we're on the on the money. Um, and so it got me thinking. It's probably not going to be long until we start seeing the puffy face boxes, mm. puffy face Labradors. You know, of where dogs are going out and they try and sort of bite bees yes. um, or if they if they stand on them or try and sort of whack them then the uh, yeah they can they can swell up so how or, does it work why does it happen or you similarly know? insect stings of any sort mate you know like spider uh, bites yeah spider it, yeah. bite or an ant bite you know in the garden yeah you know, they're snuffling around with their nose well I guess the, yeah, those ones like the spider bites and things they're often more um, you know uh, like the, the bee stings a bit more just sort of dilation isn't it whereas the spider one's more of an envenomation is that oh, do you find yeah. well I don't know about spiders I mean more ants I reckon oh, like ants and things an ant, okay yeah, yeah gotcha like that yeah. yeah so um so with the uh you know in an insect bite bee sting you know um once the envenomate like so once they get nailed with yep. whatever it is they get nailed with that then causes a reaction within the body the reaction then causes the blood vessels to get really leaky so then all the fluid instead of sitting in the blood vessels then starts falling out around the tissue and because then there's that reaction going on the body sending bucket loads of blood there to try and help to fight off this weird thing that's going on so you've got increased blood flow through really leaky blood vessels right. Then you're going to get your swelling. So, so these dogs and cats they classically present as just big and puffy around in the area of where they've had the bite. So it's really cute. Puffy ears, puffy eyebrows, puffy lips. Sometimes it's just on one side, yes, which looks yeah, really cool. It does. Normal yeah. on the left, yeah. you know, uh, Sharpay on the right, yes, you know, yep. um, or or on the feet, you know, and um, so when they come in, you know, we check them out, and I I, I say to people, you know, if you when you get home and you find them. Either take a picture of them or really take a good idea in your head of whether or not the swelling's getting worse. Because if by time you get into the clinic and by time we see if the swelling's still going on, then we know that, okay, right, we need to be really careful because the reaction is still going on. Yep. Sometimes people will come in and they've, they're going, I've just come home from work and I found my dog's puffy. It hasn't got any puffier. Well, you're probably at the extent of the uh, the extent of, yep. the, of the swelling. So yeah, I um, reckon in the consult room sometimes, and you get them straight away, you can just see them in front of your <laughs> eyes. Just, you sort of turn around to grab a, grab a syringe or something, and you look back and you go, whoa, where's that come from? Mate, yeah. not that bad. <laughs> um, blown up like a, you know, a babendum. Yeah, a what? A babendum. What's a babendum? You don't know what a babendum no. is. So the bow repairs uh, white man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the kind of made the, of the tires. Looks like a big Stay puff man. Yeah, yeah. from, from, from uh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, it's called babendum. Right. That's the term that bow repairs uses. There wow. you go, listeners. Today's word for the day is babendum. So that's his name, or that's what they? That's what you oh. call a tire man? Don't get technical. <laughs> <laughs> You brought it into evidence. <laughs> that yeah. thing is a babendum. I don't know if it's a guy. I don't know if it's his name. I don't know if it's his name tag. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's who he identifies as. I don't know if it's written on his undies. That's I don't <laughs> know. I don't care. It's a babendum. It's a babendum. It's like let's wheel out the babendum for the open day. That's Terrific. what they do. They uh, bring him out, and they say that to the apprentice, and the apprentice has gone. Oh, I don't think I signed up for that. Is that like the left-handed hammer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um. Uh, so when they get when the animals come in, um, usually we'll uh, you look for the sting. 
you know. Um, yes. You know, um, and if you find it, you feel really, really good. Don't you feel cool? Oh, I feel it's awesome. awesome. It's such a good feeling. It's like finding that grass seed or, you know, it's just, oh, just like, bing. Just that sense of, it, you just go, whoa. And I've got, um, I'll put a, a picture on of the, um, uh, on the, the show notes of um, one that I've found to give you an idea of the size. Yeah, I've got it towards right. the end, with the end of a pen, the end of a big pen. Oh. So you can actually see the, so the size of it. you put next to a pen, not something else, mate, that could give me an indication Like a five cent size. piece or something That's like that. That's what I was that. thinking, yes. Yes, yes. yes. That'd be Nothing much more else. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's half it's as long as a bee's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but one thing that um, that you've got to be careful of if you do happen to find the sting on your dog is don't grab it yeah. and pull it out. Because if you grab it and pull it out. It attached to that sting is still the little gland that's full yeah. of all the toxin. Little sack of toxin, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So if you squeeze it, then you're just giving your dog a nice little whoosh, burst yeah, of what's going more, in there. Buddy. Here yeah. you go. Thunk. Here you go. So let's what? Let's let's, let's uh, blow up like a babendum on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> squeeze. Pss. What happens if a babendum gets stung by a bee? Oh, it just deflates. A, a bee. <laughs> 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 uh, so the um so the dogs um so if you do find the sting. The important thing to do, you've got to scrape it away. So get a right. credit card or something yeah. like that and just scrape the side of it so then that way you can clear it out without ah, actually grabbing the end of it. So ah, that's a little uh, little tips and tricks. Hot tip there, listeners. There you get go. Get the credit card. Get the credit card out or the debit card, Fantastic. you know, or the, or the library card. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that might save you using the credit card when you come to the vet. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, quite as much. Anyway, probably still going to have to give it some medication. Yeah, that's um, true. So, um, so when you bring them in, generally... Um, you know, Different people do things differently, but the main result is going to be you want to try and reduce down the reaction, yep. which may involve antihistamines, anti-inflammatories, or an anti-inflammatory dose of cortisone to try and help to relieve the discomfort and try and stop the reaction, try and stop it from getting worse. Yep. The big thing then is is that um, you know, right, well, what happens? So if the if all you're going to end up is with is with a swollen eyebrow or a swollen ear or a swollen foot, looks really great when you take a picture of it for Instagram and for your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but really that's not going to be that much of an issue the big problem is is that either you have what's called um, anaphylaxis yep. so anaphylaxis is where rather than just having the blood vessels dilate in the local area of where the toxin is your blood vessels dilate everywhere right your kidneys right. your muscles your lungs everything your blood pressure just drops away to crap and you go into anaphylactic shock wow. so those are dogs that need to be treated uh rapidly and aggressively in order to keep the blood pressure up and stop them from getting really 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 crook um the it's, other thing it's like the kids that have the uh the peanut allergies exactly isn't it? You know, yeah yeah, yeah. Sh shellfish allergies yep. and things like that yeah um, the second thing that can cause really big problems is that if all you're doing is getting swelling on the outside, it's not the end of the world, you get swelling on the inside, well, things that are fairly narrow to begin with, like, say, your airways, can start to cause pretty big problems. Right. So if you've got a dog that has been stung, that is just puffy, yeah, get them to the vet because they need to get treatment. If you've got a dog that's having trouble breathing, if you've got a dog that's gum colour is terrible, that's really weak, that's having trouble breathing, then you've got to get that dog to a clinic and you've got to get it there fast. So, because when, so when you mean yeah, when you mean gum colour, you mean you're lifting up the lip of your dog. Sorry, yes, yeah, and having a look where the teeth sort of insert their gums. Obviously, that's where the gums. What are. should be nice and pink. Yeah, it should be nice, like your own gums. Yep. perhaps. nice as long pink, as, as long pink, as pinky colour. You've got severe gingivitis and your teeth are falling out. That's right. Yes, yeah. Or tattoos. To, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to our meth users. <laughs> <laughs> we got any listeners? <laughs> we may do. Yeah. Just <laughs> the legals are going to have fun today on the show. Are they? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, go on. So check the gum colour. Just want to yep. check, check the gum colour and um, because if it's if it's white or right. blue. Right. That is not good. No, it's you not know? normal. No, pink is healthy. Yes. White is not healthy. Take a selfie next Blue to the Blue is not dog, healthy. Yes. Smiling with your own gum colour. Yeah. And it should be matching your dog's gum colour. Yes. If it's not, come and see the yeah, vet. Come and see the vet now. really fast. Yeah. Um, because if you're getting airway constriction or swelling around the airways, um, while we'll still use the same medications in order to try and stop the swelling, you, we need to establish an airway. And so sometimes if dogs are getting really bad, either you need to intubate the, the yep. airways while, yep. while you can still yep. get Put it. Put a tube down there, keep them open. Exactly. Yep. Or in really, really emergency circumstance, you might have to do a tracheostomy tube where you just get a tube in the neck to while yeah. you're waiting for the rest of the swelling to go yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. So, it might hit him with some adrenaline or something like an EpiPen yes, situation yep. potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You know, yeah, it's an escalation of yep. um, of your treatment. You know, if it's, if it's just a dog with a puffy face, you're given antihistamine, maybe even nothing else. But... 
as things are getting worse or if the signs are getting worse, yeah, you'll pull out the adrenaline, you'll get an IV line in ready to go with their blood pressures dropping, you put them on a drip um, and yeah, start getting everything ready for a, for a potential crisis. So if I say, if I find my dog just came in from the garden yeah. and I'm miles out in the middle of the outback yes, and it's been bitten by an insect and his face is swollen up. What, how long do you reckon it's going to affect the dog if I can't get to a vet? How long do I need to be watching for that breathing stuff or that, those issues with the gums, do you reckon? Excellent question. Um, so I reckon that most of the reactions you see have generally hit their peak around sort of the 15 to 60 minute mark. Right. You know, so if you're, so that's the reason why I say to owners, well, look, are they as swollen now as what they were when you first found them? Yep. Yes. Okay, well, we're probably not going to get much more swelling from here. If the swelling keeps going up, then that's when you go, okay, right, well, we're getting closer and closer to where we could be getting more problems. But I think most of the time, well, certainly in my experience, most of the time the animals, they're, they're reaching their peak of amount of swelling within sort of an hour or so. It's not something where if they're stung at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and then they're going to swell up at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, what do you find? Do you find yeah, that pretty, as well? pretty sort of similar, mate. Yeah. So I think... Um, no, we'll, you know, if we get a dog that comes in and it's been bitten, the owners aren't really sure, normally we'll, you know, depending on what the owners can do, we might put it in, if the owner's going back to work or something yeah. like that, or they've got to go to work, then we'll just put it in hospital for a couple of hours. Keep just, an eye just on watch it. it and Obs. Just, just get the nurse to check it every, you know, you know five, ten minutes or so. Yep. Keep, you know, keep an eye on it. Um, do a liver test? A li- <laughs> liver test. Uh, Give them a piece of liver. Yep. <laughs> they can eat it. They can swallow it. We're fine. <laughs> Bit of dried liver. Bit of dried, dried liver. liver. Liver test. <laughs> I like that, mate. Nothing better than a good liver test. I think it's a liver test. What? Yeah. We do that with the, 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 <laughs> the snail pellets sometimes. But <laughs> good, mate. That is great stuff. Excellent, listeners. So there you go. Bee stings. Not just a patriot-like dessert. A is bee sting. It? A bee sting. It's, it's a custardy. Haven't you ever had a bee sting before? Well, maybe I have. What is What is it? Yeah, it's like a custard. I'll, I'll, I'll find a picture of it for you. A yeah, bee, just a bee describe sting. it, mate. Pictures don't work. No, no, I know. But I want to make sure I'm <laughs> describing the right thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like a, 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 a bready custardy thing. Is with it icing circular? On. Yes. Yeah, it's circular. Bee Why is it called sting. a bee sting? Anyway, so while Robbie's looking that Cake. up. Yeah. Um, feel free if you got any questions about case. Oh, jeez, they look or, good. Or bee stings or, or, oh, uh, crikey, or about Robbie's right. uh, hay Martha fever. Martha Stewart. A Martha Stewart bee sting cake. Right. Here we go. Um, so if you've got up. any questions about any of that stuff, bee sting cakes or Robbie's hay fever or medications for humans, don't yep. hit us up on the <laughs> two vets talk pets at gmail.com. See, look at that. But if you've got any other... Ooh, That's yeah. a nice looking cake. It's a nice, tasty. It's a, it's a spongy oh, so it's a looking cake a with some cream cake. in the middle. You know, some praline on on top. You There's know? no custard there at all, mate. What are you talking I about? No, I don't know yeah. what the, where the hell I got custard from. Maybe Martha Stewart just does it all ass up. I'm not sure. All righty. Yeah, big hi to all our Martha Stewart fans out there. <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> all righty. Now she we... doesn't have a big following, does she, Martha Stewart? <laughs> not now. <laughs> well, since release, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Not sure. All righty, we better keep moving, mate. My yep. my computer is running out of battery. Ready to die, no problems so at all. So hit us up on the on the socials, guys. Um, hit us up on Facebook, Two Vets Talk Pets, uh, Instagram. Uh, we uh, we have a Patreon page for those new listeners. Yes, who just want to or, or old listeners. Yes, who just really loving what we're doing. Yes, and we'd yeah. like to support the podcast. Like exactly. to help us uh, keep the lights on and the hosting hosting paid for, and yep. you know the microphones you know, working. And yeah, and and. And paying for some of that copper wire for Robbie's strawberries that we're going to smell later. Just, we'll, we'll go, you can go out and lick it too, mate. It won't, it won't cause you any problems. It'll be great. Lick your strawberries? No, I no, no. Lick, lick, lick the copper. You're not licking my strawberries. You, you just get lick the <laughs> copper wire around the outside of it, mate. I ain't letting you near my strawberries. That's why I got the thing around there in the first place. Keep parasites like you away. Oh, mate. Bee stings and licking your strawberries. It's just... Uh... <laughs> All right, and uh, so yeah, hit us up on, on yeah, get us on Patreon. You know, we 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 love your support um, and questions. You know, we we've got a few backlog questions. Yes, but we will get around to them. Let's let's have a big question week in the next two weeks. So so let's have um you know so you guys send us in your questions yep. right and and so so it'll be episode thirty eight or episode thirty nine. We'll call it question fest. Question fest. Quest fest. What if we don't get any mate? Then we'll just go back and do the same stuff we do every other week. <laughs> or just be a blank episode. I'll come up you with You can a do the intro and go, okay, off the first question, Lewis, and I'll just sit here. We'll just get the kids back on. That, that seemed to work yeah, pretty yeah, well. You cute. Know, cute content. Exactly. Cute yeah. content Cute week. content. Yeah, cute yeah. content week. That'd so, be great. So, so if we don't get questions. Pictures of puppies. Yeah. On a podcast. Why don't we just get, we'll get my girls. Yeah. And your two. 
just doing a podcast. Just they just do the podcast. That'll just work. Talking, just talking smack. We'll go to the pub and we'll just let them record something. So you guys just talk this. We're, we're going to go out. We're going to go out. Go we'll for go a drink. We'll go bake a bee sting. Lick of strawberries. Lick strawberries. What were your dads doing when you guys were recording? They were out the back licking the licking dad's strawberries. <laughs> 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 All right, I don't that's know what it. They were just lip licking copper wire and licking <laughs> dad's strawberries. And then and you're zapping each other with static electricity. And then he was, and he was sniffing the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good grief. Oh, my goodness. It's gone down here, right. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think we can come back from that. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.